0: Mayveris, She collapsed. Dorian is the first one to stand up. She what? And he dashes out of the room. And Lan is like, fuck. And then he hurries out as well. And soon everyone who was at the breakfast table is suddenly in the dining room and uh, Lan is the first to crouch down. He like like you said, he's, he was trained as a spirit healer, but that was many years ago, back when he was still the first of his clan. Mm. Uh, and he's kind of out of practice in spirit healing. Um, but he sort of kneels down and he places one hand against her forehead and she says, she's just unconscious how did this happen what was going on we were just talking dorian is like he's he had crouched down at her side like he is going into full mama bear mode again yeah. <laughs> like he has like five friends and he <laughs> guards them all like a rabid dog <laughs> he stands up and he's like talking about what what happened she asked if i would
1: be comfortable attending the mass and then asked about kunari romance customs and what <laughs> <laughs> she asked if there was anything between us and i panicked and
0: and then she lost consciousness <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> okay landon is she okay landon's like help me move her and dorian crouches down and they help move her onto the couch uh landon's like i think i can wake her up give me just a minute Uh, His hand, his one remaining hand glows briefly with white light and her eyes flash open and she takes a few deep sucking breaths. Oh oh my goodness. What happened? You collapsed. I did? You did. Dorian leans down over her. He says, May, what happened? She says, oh, I I'm not sure. I feel much better now. He says, bullshit, May. You're the best healer in Tevinter. You would know if something was wrong with you. You must know that... Hey, please tell me what's going on. And she says, "I, I... I will. I just... Can you help me back up to my room, Dorian, please? I can help. What are you waiting for? My permission? Get her upstairs! so you uh ellian and sabre you come back inside and it's like hey dorian what's going where is everyone wait,
2: wait, wait. <laughs> like looking at the abandoned breakfast table
0: uh lanon comes in and behind him you can see dorian and Cassandra with mayveris in her arms going upstairs
2: oh okay now i'm concerned what what happened is she all right
0: she collapsed she lost consciousness briefly how Lennon kind of shrugs and says, I don't know. She hasn't told us. We presume she knows because, you know, she's a fucking better healer than I am.
3: You're a healer?
0: Not really. Not anymore.
3: Fair enough. Dorian literally told us before the ceremony that he used to be.
2: You're an idiot.
0: Lennon <laughs> says, it's all- don't worry about it. It's- he's made himself pretty clear that he doesn't actually like me. So, I don't hold it against him.
2: i have like, stuttered. like, I didn't- I never- uh, we should- Yeah.
0: Uh so Cassandra you yeah. carried you carried Mayveris upstairs. I did. You laid her down on her bed and she now that you're really looking at her like you've been you've been caught up in the conversation but she doesn't just look tired she looks ragged. Mm. Her her face is very pale. She has this fine sheen of sweat. Her eye makeup is running. Oh my god. <gasps> Can you imagine? Ooh. Oh, I can't. Oh. I can't even. You set her down on her bed and she says, "Oh, Thank you, my dear. And she does her best to sit up and prop herself up on a a pile of pillows. May this is
1: not just tiredness. This is worse.
0: She says, yes. Yes, it's worse. Uh, A moment later, Dorian uh, and Lannan is following behind as well. And Dorian is like... None of this. Oh, I'm so delicately concerned. So you're like, what the fuck was that, May? <laughs> May, what the fuck was that? This is the kind of shit you need to tell me about. She says, oh, Dorian, you are a very good friend, even as you are extremely loud about how good of a friend you are. <laughs> and he like sits down very deliberately on the side of her bed He says, May, what happened? There's no way that you don't know what that was. You're one of the best healers in the world. Please just tell me what the, what happened? And May is sort of staring at him sadly and she takes a very slow and deep breath and she says, "Dorian, do you um do you remember back when um you first fled to Winter and uh, you were told that your friend Felix had contracted the blight?" He says, oh, oh my, and he actually looks kind of nauseous. He like stands up and he walks to the window and he opens the window and he kind of leans out, taking a couple deep, steadying breaths. Len's like, who, wait, Felix, I remember that name. That was, that's Dorian's childhood friend, right? She says, yes, he, uh, he got sick. He came down with the blight after an attack and Dorian asked me to see if there was anything I could do to help him.
1: I'm, like, desperately looking between, like, looking at Dorian's back and then looking at May and
0: Lennon like, what the fuck? She looks at you. and She says, Felix is a childhood friend of Dorian's. They were very close growing up. Uh, Dorian was practically raised in his father's household. The news that Felix had contracted the blight was devastating to him. And he sent a letter back to Minrathus asking me if I could employ my skill as a healer to try to, if there was anything at all that I could do for him. And Dorian turns around and he says, I did this? You caught the blight from him because I asked? You- what? He says, Dorian, darling, it's not your fault. You just asked for my help. And of course, I was going to render my aid as best I could. He says, you caught the blight because of me, he says. And now He actually looks a little weak on his feet. Let me get this straight. You helped
1: someone else who had the blight by taking it on
0: yourself? No, my dear. The blight is contagious. I didn't take it on, I just got it. It's a hazard of the job. And you've had it this whole time? Some of my magics have been able to slow the worst effects, but there's no way to stop the blight entirely, not without becoming a Grey Warden, and that order doesn't exist anymore, so... Choices! (laughs) <laughs> right. <Da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. laughs> it sure don't because we sure disbanded them. If you had elected to save the Grey Wardens, you could totally just send May off to be a Grey Warden and she'd be fine. And she'd be fine,
1: but wow, we picked hard, I picked hard mode for this romance and I'm it. here for it. <laughs> Kaz is not here for it, but I'm here for it. I feel like there's just nothing more I can say. I just like, look at Dorian like, and then look at Landon like, is other than the Grey Wardens.
0: Is there anything else that can be done? Dorian sort of laughs bitterly. It's like that's why I sent May to look after Felix. Because if there was anyone in the world talented enough and, and capable enough to find a cure for the blight, it would be May. And look what happened to her he swears into Veen, and he kneels down at her bedside, he says, May, I am so sorry if I had known and she immediately puts her hands over his and she says, Dorian, don't you dare blame yourself for this. This was a strike of a fate. It couldn't have been stopped or changed by anyone. Kunari also have
1: a sense of fate. Asit Taleb. I've never agreed with it. Then, when I was part of it, and I don't agree with it now, there has to be something that we can find or do to
0: change this. She sort of smiles at you and she says, The Blight has been the scourge of living peoples of Thetis for thousands of years, my darling. If there was a cure to be found, surely we would have found one by now, don't you think? Probably yes it's 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 better this way i think and dorian's like how on earth could it possibly be better and she says i uh i'll be united with thorold and dorian sort of laughs hollowly. says "May hey, you don't even believe in the maker and she's like no i don't but that's fine We'll be in the same place, whether that's at the Maker's side or not. It's a selfish thing to think, but
1: I don't accept this. There must be... Surely with all of the mages present, we can be the ones, the first ones, to find a cure.
3: Surely. She is staring at you sadly, and she says, Well, just do
0: what you feel like you have to do, my dear. But... Don't get your hopes too high.
1: The one time I actually had hopes.
0: Cassandra, mm-hmm. K. K. Can yes. I call you K? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've picked up on the uh, the subtle the subtle shit that I'm pulling here. <laughs> um. Giving each of you something that you want more than anything in the whole world, and right. giving you each one very easy and possibly suspect avenue to get <laughs> it.
1: Right, and it's almost like
0: it's subtle. I don't know if you picked up on it.
1: What happened to Faith? Like, where did Faith go? Like, just who knows? Who knows?
0: You told Faith very firmly, no. Right. And she's she's gonna take a no when she hears it. Yep. Uh, but that said, go ahead and roll arcane lore for me, Cassandra. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Wow. Ain't that just peaches and cream? <laughs> so, Cassandra, a cure for the Blight. May was not wrong. That should be impossible, right? Like, people have been trying to cure the Blight for thousands of years. The Grey Wardens only existed at all as, like, a desperate attempt to just contain the worst effects of the Blight. Right the only person that you can think to consult would be Faith. Uh-huh. If there is anything in the world, the va- the Fade or the physical realm, that could even have an idea of how to cure the Blight, it would be a demon, and it would be part of a deal.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There are um, still some Lyrium drafts left over from that attempt to save Leander from Tranquility. Oh, really? Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Huh, interesting. And it's getting
0: it's getting kind of late at this point.
1: It sure is.
0: It sure is getting kind of late. And you've got that mass in the morning, and May has insisted that she'll be fine. And she'll just go to bed early and have a cup of tea in the morning, and she'll be fine. She's not dying tomorrow. You know, um, she is dying, just not tomorrow. And so if you wanted to, say, for instance, talk to Faith, the best way to gain... To maintain full consciousness in the fade would be to take a draft of lyrian before you go to bed mm-hmm. just as a wild for instance
1: right right you know if somebody were to do that
0: you might feel a little bit guilty taking a draft of lyrium because lyrium is very expensive but then again fucking dorian is stacked right so steal from right. the rich honestly
1: right so these people are made of money so honestly like who cares um Right. There is a like, you know, a voice in the back of my mind that's like, hey, remember how we yelled at Sabre for this? And, you know, this thing that you're considering and it's like, y- you know, I see I see your point past me, but also desperate times.
0: <laughs> but Also, my girlfriend's dying. So go fuck yourself.
1: Right. I was like, you know, that's a really good point. <laughs> and then I down the lyrium.
0: Just like that, huh? Yep. You you just walk downstairs and you just throw it back? Sure, let's do it. Alright, you walk downstairs, you throw the lyrium back. Uh, You've got ten minutes to get back to your bed or you're going to pass out on the floor. So what are you thinking on your way up to bed?
1: I am thinking solely of May. (laughs) Just like, the only reason that I would do anything like this is for someone else and I'm like ah yes now I understand perhaps I understand a little bit of what drives people to do this
0: thing. So Cassandra you are asleep almost before your head hits the pillow and you are dreaming. Uh, When mages dream consciously uh, like this they are very aware that they are in the fade and the fade reflects the physical realm so which is to say that you wake up so to speak, in your dream, on your bed. Except you can definitely tell it's the Fade, because outside the window, instead of seeing, like, Minrathis, you see, like, the twisting nether of the void. Mm -hmm. But you are alone, so far as you can tell.
1: So I'm gonna look around, have a look outside, be like, yep, that's definitely not Minrathis, that's (laughs) definitely the
0: Fade. Yep, and an interesting thing, we never really got into it. Whenever a mage is conscious in the Fade, and they look on the horizon, they can see the Black City, mm-hmm. uh, which is not something we've ever talked about. The Black City is this... It's almost like a mountain, right? It's like a large, black, mountainous city that sits on the horizon just ever out of reach, sort of with that, with that rainbow effect, like it's always just out of... just past the horizon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and the Black City... The Kunari probably don't have a lot of knowledge on the Black City, at least not that they would tell us Cerebus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But according to Andrastian lore, the Black City was once the Golden City, the city of the Maker, Uh, And then the Tevinter mages came, and they tried to break into the Golden City with blood magic, and there's a whole part of the Chant of Light where it's like, now I'll see the Golden City blackened. You have brought sin to heaven and doom upon all the world. And it was this act of treason, allegedly, according to the Chantry, that started the blight. And I just thought, yeah, that might be interesting to think about.
1: Sure, it sure is a really interesting thing to think about it's right so now. It's yeah. so interesting to
0: think, to think about the origin of the light while you're desperately trying to save someone from it. I just thought that would be
1: <laughs> Right, you know, just for flavor. And yeah, as I'm looking at the, the Black City like wavering in the distance, look around and I'm like, Faith, are you here?
0: It's silent for a really long time. It's so long that you think for a second, maybe it just didn't work. And then a very small voice from the corner of the room says, I'm here.
1: Come out where I can see you.
0: okay. And this pale little elf girl comes stepping out of the corner, sort of melting from the shadows. She looks very nervous. I know what I said before,
1: but I need your help. Okay. Help with what? There is... someone. Meveris. She has the Blight. Oh. What's the Blight? It's... a disease. There's Darkspawn, and the Archdemon.
0: It's bad. We're trying to stop it, but... without Grey Wardens... She's just staring at you like most of this has just gone completely over her head. She doesn't know what the plan is. She doesn't know what the Grey Wardens are. She doesn't know what an Demon is. She's just sort of staring at you in confused silence. It's a
1: deadly sickness basically and we had a group of people that were known for at least managing it but not anymore. Oh. I thought if anybody would know about cures, it might be you.
0: She sort of hesitates, sort of shuffling her feet. And she says, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a healer, right? Right. But my, my friend, my friend, compassion. He was a healer. Compassion. Uh Uh-huh. He was a good friend of mine. I remember him from, and she kind of squints like she's trying to remember. I, I don't remember where I remember him. I've
1: heard that name, Elian said. He had met a s- a soul named Compassion.
0: Who's Elian? Oh, Elian is. Oh wait, is he the one with the funny accent that we saw in that dream one time?
1: Yes, that that would be him. Oh, yeah. But he is no mage,
0: so... If you want my help, I'd be more than willing to do so. Like I said, I'm not much of a healer, but I might be able to do something. Is there a way you could contact Compassion? Maybe. If he is inside... This alien person, I might be able to reach in and help him up or or out or something, maybe. We'd have to- And she looks a little hesitant. We'd have to bond pretty strong. I don't- I don't know if you necessarily understand the ramifications of that.
1: Tell me, if we bond, what will happen?
0: Well, I'll become aware of what's going on in the world around you- and you'll become more aware of me you'll take some of my my essence into you the name i chose faith i chose it deliberately it's all that's inside me it's all that i'm capable of being if you agree to take me in some of that will rub off on you i sort of
1: take a moment and just look at faith and look around and i'm like all right then
0: I will let you in. She seems kind of surprised. She says, you're really sure? And It is. Everything you've been told about demons, Cassandra, is the minute they get permission, they're like, okay! And then they're like in there. So the fact that she's hesitating is very strange to you. You're really sure?
1: It goes against everything I've been taught, but if it can help her, I want to do it
0: okay she says and steps forward and she says it won't hurt and then quite abruptly Cassandra, you wake up and it is morning sabre
2: yep
0: it's also morning in uh in kirkwall okay neither you nor ren are going to the mass because why the fuck would you go to an Andrastian
2: mass? That yeah, sounds terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a really bad time. They probably wouldn't even let you in anyway. As <laughs> you know, elves. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: but that does not mean you don't have plans. While Dorian and Maeveris and whoever wants to come, we'll get to them in a second, uh, head off to this mass with the Black Divine into Tevinter. Ren wants to see the Venadol.
2: Oh. Okay then.
0: Do you want to bring anyone with you? I'll say that Zevran is volunt. He's coming. He, yeah, like He's not giving you an option. He's coming. Yeah. This is Ren's family and his clan. He's going to be there for him.
2: Uh, I'm going to invite Lanon.
0: You're going to have to ask him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Speaking words, <laughs> I'm going to make Ren come with me. <laughs> coward. Yes. <laughs> <Right>? Fucking coward. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is fun. I guess I better go- I, guess I have to ask Ren first. So uh, I show up in front of Ren's store, and I'm like, Hey, I, uh... You know, Lennon is... is da- or at least he used to be Dalish, right?
0: Uh, Ren just... So the Dalish don't have the same system of, like, modesty rules. So, like, when you come in and he's putting on his shirt, he doesn't even think twice. He's like, oh, he is? Wait, what? He's Dalish? Yeah. He doesn't have a... And then he, like, points at his face.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he got it removed.
0: You could do that?
2: He has some wacky story. I don't know, it, just, it just doesn't even make any sense about how actually the gods or the Elvish gods were actually, like, slave masters and the Valislin are actually slave markings. I don't know, man.
0: Ren stares at you just... What?
2: I, I, you'd have to ask him. It's a crazy story.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: It's not relevant to this. Anyways, he's Dalish. Yeah, I was about to ask. I was just thinking that maybe we should invite him.
0: He says, you want him to come?
2: I, like, kick the floor yeah I, yeah i guess you know i just thought. i'm sorry be good. i'm sorry
0: i'm sorry what was that
2: i just thought it'd be good he li- he
0: leans forward really exaggeratedly you want him to what can you I say that a little bit louder I can't. you know it's up, 15 red. years in the crypt Shut i just up. my hearing is shot oh god
2: you're such an <laughs> asshole red why are you always <laughs> i like how you've changed it all in 15 years <laughs> can't hear you sorry I just thought we'd be doing him a favor, Ren. I thought we'd be doing uh, him yeah. a favor.
0: Uh-huh. By taking him to the grave of our clan. Uh huh. Yep.
2: You know. That's doing him
0: a big favor.
2: He might want to do that. Shut up, Ren. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's like, I will agree to let him come. If he says, you admit that you're sweet on him. And then he folds his arms over his chest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I there's such an asshole.
0: Everyone's like, "You should do it." He doesn't kid about this stuff.
2: He's fine, I guess. You know.
0: Sorry, just the the hearing is so bad. He's you know, just... the the acoustics in that crypt, they were
2: just. I should have left you in that fucking crypt, Ren. <laughs> but you did it. Regret all of my life decisions up to this point. Fine, he's easy on the eyes. There, you happy? That's
0: that's not what I asked. That's not what I asked.
2: I don't know what you want from me.
0: Zevran says, "You know, I saw him staring at the, at him when he was in the training room with Cassandra the other day." And Red's like, "Oh, did you?" Oh
2: God, I turned on Zevran. I'm like, "Shut your fucking mouth."
0: Zevran's like, "I am not on your side in this discussion, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> just admit it. It'll be healthy. You'll feel better afterwards, and I can lord it over you for the rest of the week.
2: That's yes, that one. It's a so win-win. The one that you like, <laughs> look, would you just help? Would you just help me invite him?" You need my help
0: inviting him? Yes. Okay, but first you gotta say, Ren, you're the best big brother in the whole world.
2: I, like, punch him in the shoulder. Ow. You're the best.
0: (laughs) Man, you're truly trying to wiggle out of these... uh, Whatever. (laughs) He says, you know what, it's fine. I kinda wanna ask him about that Valislin thing anyway. You are sure he's Dalish? Does he speak Elvish?
2: Yes, he does.
0: Huh. Uh, And he goes... He So Zevran found like this uh, A cane for him But it's very distinguished right It's like solid wood And it's got cool carvings on it It's still a cane though And he still hobbles around like his legs don't work very well Because they don't uh, But he uh, sort of hobbles down the hallway And he says It is extremely cute by the way Watching you be all flustered around him
2: <laughs> I really Really regret taking you out of that crypt
0: yeah that was bad planning on your part <laughs> and he uses the cane to knock on the door <laughs> and then a moment later uh the bedroom door opens and Lennon looking like it's morning like is just the, this is the hill i will die on Lennon <laughs> is not good at mornings <laughs> he doesn't like mornings
2: what i like panic and i like shove Ren forward. And I'm like, Ren wanted to ask you something.
0: <laughs> Ren's like, wow, chicken shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> We're gonna have words about this later.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, Ren. Just ask the man.
0: Uh, Ren turns forward and is like, it has been brought to my attention by this useless lump of flesh over here uh, <laughs> that you are actually Dalish. And Lenin, like a complicated look, passes over Lennon's face. He says, I, well, I yeah kind of i mean i was born dalish i was born in well i wasn't born in clan Lavelle, and i was ripped away from my birth clan and put in clan Lavelle. and when you know and he holds up one hand and like he lights up some sparks with it when that happened ren's like oh okay uh well uh yariel wanted to know uh if perhaps you'd want to come with us to the venadol this morning
2: just seemed like something you might want to be there for
0: Lennon kind of looks sideways at Sabre and then over at Ren again. He says, "I mean, if, I guess if you want me to be there, I can. It's, I don't like. I, it's not my clan, and I'll understand if you, you know, want to wanted to be alone. Kind of expected you to want to be alone." Ren's like, "Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But I guess some people." And he just looks sideways. at just, <laughs> I just, some people just can't stay away, huh?
2: I just thought, you know. We don't have a lot of family left. It's good to be... It's good to be with other Dalish.
0: Yeah, it sure is, (laughs) Rens.
2: I, like, (coughs) stare at him angrily. (laughs) Just, like, pure daggers and, like, elbow him in the side really hard.
0: And he says, anyway, if you're a mage, then you probably know all the the old songs and stuff. You were, like, the second? The first. I was. Yeah, I was the first of Lavellon clan. Yeah, I know all the songs and stuff, so if you... Sure. Okay, give me like at least fifteen minutes because I need some tea. And you get him to agree. Excellent. So, are you looking forward to this,
2: yariel Ooh. Um,
0: Lannin aside, like in general. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think, I think it's like a it's a really mixed bag. i mean This has probably been something I wanted to do for years—is be able to properly put Michael and to rest. Um, but it's also just like a, a reminder of everything we've lost
0: it is yeah uh you can tell that ren is sort of in the same boat um like he only learned a couple days ago that clan sabre was completely dead and he does want to pay his respects but also this is the worst news he's ever gotten so sundermount uh sundermount is a a mountain right on the southern coast of the free marches uh constantly lashed by the waking sea uh it is not that far away from Kirkwall. It's maybe a day's journey from Kirkwall. Uh, it's noted for being home to some very ancient elven ruins, uh, catacombs of the ancient elves. The story goes that the the elves of ancient Arlathan were deathless. They were immortal. But at a certain point, they would grow weary of living uh, and they would willingly uh, separate their souls from their bodies and... Uh, commit themselves to what was called Uthanara, which meant the waking sleep. It was death, but willing. It was something they willingly subjected themselves to when they had grown tired of life. And Thundermount hosted uh, a graveyard for the ancient elves of the elves that went there uh, to willingly die, to go to Uthanara. Of course, like I said, in Thetis you can't spit without hitting elven ruins of some kind. They're absolutely everywhere. Uh, But this one in particular was a very somber sight. Uh, and your clan, while they stayed near the foot of Sundermount, were always very careful and very respectful. The uh, the Venadol that you planted, it would have been probably about ten years ago now. You haven't been back to this tree that you planted there in about ten years. Uh, it stands exactly where you left it. The uh, The ground around the base of the tree as you come around the corner is lush and overgrown. Um the the grass that runs down the hillside has spread around its base. Uh and you can see the tree, the venadol itself is large enough now that there are a couple nests uh of birds that are uh that are living inside it, and they a couple of them take wing away as soon as you approach. Uh, Ren beside you, his breath kind of catches at the sight of it.
2: Yeah, I think I'm like I am already just like having a hard time.
0: <laughs> there are a few old overturned aravels. Uh they were just too big for for you to move on your own. Um they have been overrun by weeds now. Um just skeletons of what they used to be. And Wren kind of slows as you approach looking around the scene, there's really not any trace of the violence left anymore because it's just been, it's been a decade. Right? All signs of violence have been slowly taken over by nature again.
2: I think I sort of slow to a stop next to him and I'm like, it's a lot more peaceful than it used to be.
0: Ren spends a while looking around
3: uh, and he says, you, um, you did well, Lathalon. As well as you could have done.
2: Oh, man. Uh, I'm, like, tearing up a little bit at that. But I try to hide it. I, like, you know, wipe my eyes quickly over my- or wipe my hand over my eyes really quickly.
0: Lennon, uh, goes up to the only tree in this clearing, and he says, this is the...
2: That's it. This is it.
0: He nods. uh, He reaches into his bag, and he pulls out a small knife, and he starts carving the traditional runes into the Venadol, the trunk of the Venadol. Zevrin it's sort of he's he's sort of holding back a little bit because you know he wants to be there but also he is not dalish he doesn't know what you're supposed to do in this situation so he just sort of hangs back and he lets the three of you take the lead
2: what are we supposed to do like do i know the like am i doing the ritual again essentially like what i tried to do last time but the right way
0: so when this happened the first time all you could do was plant the tree because you know you're supposed to plant a tree you didn't know anything about the carving the runes onto it although that makes sense. It's a good thing you have an actual keeper or like a, a first here to remember this shit for you because you did not remember that. He starts carving runes into the bark and then as soon as he's done, he puts his hand against it and infuses them with magic. It marks it as a venadol, not just a regular tree. All you could do was plant the tree and sing the eulogy. The uh, And Uthanara is the name of the song. As best you could remember it, you couldn't remember all the words. And as soon as he is done carving the trunk of the tree, Lennon takes a couple steps back, he puts the knife away, and he starts to sing Inu thanara. So traditionally this, uh, this song is sung on the passing of a single member of the clan. But obviously they don't have a song for what to sing when your whole clan dies. Uh, Inu Tanara is... It's, It's almost not a song. It's closer to like a chant. Like a very low chant with very deliberate bounces higher and then back down. It's very somber, but you know, it is a eulogy at its core. Like, it it feels unworthy to say he does a pretty good job with it, but he does. He sings Inu Thanara. And he commits their souls to Uthanata for you. What's going through y'all's head?
2: Oh man. Um, I, I think I have like grasped Ren's hand in mine. Um, and I just have tears streaming down my face.
0: Severin comes up from behind, puts his hand on Ren's shoulder, just stands quietly. The song eventually ends, uh, and perhaps it's your imagination, but you feel the magic from the runes from the song shift something in the air one of the birds that had nested and flown away flies back, roosts again of where it used to be Lennon takes another couple steps back and he looks at the two of you and he says if there are any goodbyes that you
3: want to say now would be the time to do it
2: I think I step forward um, and look at Ren and say together
0: he says I don't know what to say to you.
2: What do you say? I've never been good with words.
0: The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. (laughs) But he does step forward with you after some reluctance.
2: I think I put my hand on the tree and I'm like, we will miss you. We will always miss you. Every day we will remember you. And all we can hope for is that in time we can join you.
0: Lena says, "Well, hopefully not too soon." And he like he puts like a hand on your shoulder, Sabre, and then he remembers, "Oh yeah, you don't actually like him that much." And then he kind of takes his hand away and he puts it in his pocket instead.
2: Oh, I like. I you know, like. I, I look kind of surprised at him, um, and I sort of say quietly, "Thank you for joining us. It meant it meant a lot."
0: Don't worry about it. And he inclines his head, and he just lets you- lets the pair of you mourn. An opportunity that I don't think Sabre has ever really gotten.
2: Nope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think especially with family. Like, this is- this is really meaningful. Like, it's heartbreaking, and it's hard because he's repressed it for a long time. But it's good. It also means a lot to him.
0: (laughs) The Mass. None of the elves are present because- Why the fuck would they want to go? Except for one. What elf decides he wants to come? Leander uh, is stepping down when you're all assembling yourselves to go to mass.
3: Oh. Elion kind of looks up in surprise at that, because I didn't really expect that.
0: He is keeping his eyes forward, but he is dressed- Like, I don't want to say his Sunday best, because he's supposed to be a slave. So his Sunday best is is, uh, all the the clothes he wears every day anyway. But he is dressed nicely. And, Cassandra, since waking up this morning, you have felt different. Yeah. You haven't felt like an abomination, although, admittedly, you don't know what it would feel like to be an abomination. Right. But you feel hopeful.
1: Interesting.
0: You feel like, like, obviously, you just got some of the worst news of your life last night. May admitted that she has the blight and it almost certainly there is nothing to be done about it. But you come downstairs and you see her. She's dressed in her Sunday best, uh, which for her is markedly different from her everyday clothes. And you feel like this warm surge of like almost reassurance. And you realize it's Faith that's telling you this. She's telling you like, it's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. You can almost but not quite hear her voice. More like her presence reassuring you.
1: Oh, that's very cute, and also a very new and different thing for Cassandra to feel, like hopeful huh!
0: uh Dorian is there looking quite dapper, of course he's he was invited, he and my were the ones actually invited. uh, is there anyone else coming, Ellie, and I assume you're coming. What are you? Oh, oh yeah, please oh, yeah. keep your clothing descriptions short. You unbelievable fop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hadn't even considered what his Sunday best would look like. Bullshit,
0: <laughs> bullshit. You're probably wearing a big floppy church hat. You fucking fop. <laughs> there we go.
3: No, no, probably no hat. I don't know. If Dorian's wearing a hat, I'll wear my hat. But if he's not wearing a hat, I'm not wearing a hat.
0: Yeah, and you actually made this point um, when we were talking about it, and I actually liked the comparison. I think you said it was like it was like a Roman Catholic going to like an Orthodox mass, which yeah. is pretty much exactly right. Like you're both. Christian, but you you are Christian in very different ways. Right,
1: different.
3: Yep. Celebrate like what?
0: You have no idea what to expect going into a tevinter Andrastian mass.
3: Are you excited? Um, I think so. I think he's he's kind of nervous, excited because like this is different, but maybe it won't be bad. Different, but also everything i've ever heard about it is that they're heretical so like
0: that's true <laughs> yeah that's that's 100% true um so you all head out into the early morning to winter sun there's a carriage waiting for you of course mayveris looks better than yesterday but of course she looked absolutely awful yesterday so there's really nowhere to go but up right uh dorian keeps sending her sideways glances poor dorian Dorian feels guilty about this, clearly. Aww. Like, he definitely blames himself for what has happened to May.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's the kind of guilt that you, you, you're you not going to be able to talk about it,
3: right? Like, right.
0: he asked her for this favor as a friend, she did it, and now she has the blight. Like, you can't uncrack that egg. As you are all, uh, making your way toward the mass, Leander says, I must admit, Mayveris, I am surprised that you are going at all. I know you do not believe in the Maker. She says, ha oh. ha. My faith, or lack of faith in the Maker, has very little to do with this, unfortunately.
3: Why's that, Nay?
0: Oh, it's all political, darling. The Black Divine invited me. As a member of the Magisterium, I am expected to attend.
3: A uh, point of order, would that be odd to me?
0: So, atheism in thetis it's not unheard of. Like, there are people who reject the Maker, like they're considered, like, heretical sinners, obviously, <laughs> by the Andrastian church. <laughs> How you personally feel about atheism is, it's kind of a personal call, it's a character call. They are, I will say, it sounds like from all the games that I've played, atheism in Thedas is a great deal rarer than it is in, like, our world, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, openly saying you don't believe in the maker is a bigger deal than it would be here.
3: You don't believe at all? She shakes her head. No, not at all. But you're, you're so full of light. How, how can you deny that there's something?
0: She smiles and she boops you on the nose. She says, "It's all natural, dear. <laughs> My sunshiny disposition is one hundred percent oh natural."
3: Elaine <laughs> just like blinks, does not know how to
1: compute this. I sort of find that interesting and sort of like can't my head at Elian, like, is that is it very strange for you for someone not to believe?
3: Yes. I
1: Well You did grow
0: up in Orlay, right?
3: Well, I I spent time in Valreo, but
0: you can't grow up that close to the changing and not be a little surprised by a non believer.
3: I mean, I admit, like it's I, I don't do I believe full-heartedly, maybe, but you have to believe in something.
0: Well, I do believe in something, just not the Maker.
3: Elion's, like, literally at a loss for words right now, and it's, you know, it's it's not that, like, he's rabidly faithful, but the notion that another human wouldn't believe is surprising. Like, he could understand, you know, Okunari not, not believing, he could definitely understand elves not believing, but
0: no, may seems aware like she seems to know that it's a little weird and she just kind of smiles um so you've never actually been to the imperial cathedral before uh the imperial cathedral is well so Elian, it's most striking to you because you obviously have very clear memories of the chantry um in uh in val Royo, and every city in the south of thetis has a chantry uh even small villages have a chantry it's one of the first buildings that goes up when there's a new town they're called cathedrals in tevinter and you can tell why because if all the other cathedrals in tevinter are like the imperial cathedral they're massive (laughs) like they're so fucking big like in like in your like backwater little hometown the chantry was like the only building made out of stone and, like, even that was considered a luxury, right? Like, it had, like, windows that weren't plain white glass. Amazing. <laughs> but the Imperial Cathedral is enormous. It has this one huge rose window uh, that's obviously catching the morning light at a perfect angle. Uh. Uh, and the bells in the belfry are tolling very loudly as people, one by one, are stepping out of the carriages and going into uh, going into the mass.
3: I mean, he's suitably impressed like does is it more grand even than the the chantereen fal or
0: yeah kind of like like size wise they look about they look about the same size but like obviously tevin this is tevinter like they had to go way too much <laughs> like it's so big like there's the massive rose window has, like, two side rose windows, the doors are, like, <laughs> two stories tall, and they're made of, like, solid gold. Oh, damn. It's so, it's so much.
3: So It's beautiful,
0: but it's a lot.
3: It's weird to say, but I think even the Orlesian is kind of, like... Ugh. Okay,
0: dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> whoa.
3: Like, this feels heretical, almost. Yeah, I'm also,
1: like, staring up
0: at it, like, wow, that's big. Says yes, it wouldn't be suitable for the maker's eyes if it weren't twice as big as any other building in the city, and uh she is, Dorian steps out first and helps her down. uh So you come into this main. So in my head, it kind of looks like I don't know if you've ever been. Any of you have ever been to Paris? It kind of looks like Notre Dame in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with that one huge main room and the two wings off to the side, uh, with the flying buttresses on the outside in the back, and it's filling up. Y'all are earlier. Uh, but not too early. It's it's gonna. You've only got a couple minutes before the prayers start, and I would like to get a scene with each of your love interests. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I I think, Elian would probably contrive to be close to him.
0: Uh, so Leander uh has been of course silent the entire ride. He hasn't said anything. Um, you notice the way that this uh, chantry, although you have to correct yourself, it's not called the chantry here. It's called a cathedral. The way it's set up is they have about um, maybe 50 rows of pews for guests. And then behind at the very, very back, they've got maybe five rows uh, of just very low to the ground benches. Uh, And you realize these, these low to the ground benches are where the slaves are expected to stay. Uh, So Leander takes a kneeling position. He doesn't sit. Slaves are not allowed to sit, not even when they're in the chantry. Uh, He kneels down on the bench. And he clasps both hands together, and he leans his head down, and he actually starts to pray, and it seems like he's being earnest.
3: I think Elian feels enough of an outsider here, like he isn't really comfortable going up with the group necessarily, so I think he would he's not used to kneeling and but went into winter he kneels down next to him.
0: You actually hear him um muttering a prayer under his breath, and you know as despite. All the differences um, in the way that southern and northern Androstians worship, they do still have mostly the same holy text. So you actually recognize the verse. You can hear him muttering into his hands. Many are those who wander in sin, despairing that they are lost forever. But the one who repents, who has faith unshaken by the darkness of the world and boasts not nor gloats over the misfortunes of the weak but takes delight in the Maker's law and creations, she shall know the peace of the Maker's benediction. The light shall lead her safely through the paths of this world and into the next. For she who trusts in the Maker, fire is her water. As the moth sees light and goes toward flame, she should see flame and go towards light. The veil holds no uncertainty for her, and she shall know no fear of death, for the Maker shall be her beacon and her shield, her foundation and her sword.
3: Allian joins in the prayer uh, after a moment or two. Just picking it up where wherever Leander leaves off,
0: he stumbles maybe a little bit, and when he hears you join in, but he eventually keeps going, just lets you recite it with him.
3: when they come to the the end of that particular prayer, he just whispers to him, "I didn't know that you followed the chant.
0: He lifts his head a little bit, he stares up at the rose window, he says. I wasn't sure if I did for a long time. Slaves in Tevinter are taught to fear the Maker, never to love him.
3: What changed, changed your mind?
0: He is silent for a while, and he says, After I became tranquil, I had to get used to a certain hollowness inside of my soul. It became comforting to fill it with something, even if it was prayer. I do not know if the Maker exists. If he does, he has quite a bit of explaining to do, but I like to imagine that there is some mercy that exists on a higher level than myself.
3: I like to believe that, too. It's how I'm able to stay so right and doggedly believing in things. I, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have my faith.
0: He says, let's both hope that you never have to. So Mayveris, um Mayveris doesn't look uncomfortable, but she also doesn't look like she wants to be here. <laughs> like Dorian, on the other hand, she's next. She's not far from Dorian. Dorian is leaning forward. He's praying, and he's got his eyes screwed in concentration. And she kind of leans over toward you, and she says, "He's actually very devout." That
1: kind of surprises me.
0: I suppose it shouldn't, but uh, it surprised me too a little bit. Once we became friends, and once I learned the measure of his character, I uh, i was a little bit surprised to hear that he had so much faith. I suppose it's possible that he was just born into it, but it seems very sincere, especially after what happened with Lannan in the Inquisition. I suppose that would make sense. He seems to take great comfort in the Chanton. Well,
1: I'm not about to discourage that, no matter what I believe. I know you were... You are expected to attend, but are you sure you're all right? How do you mean, my dear? After last night, I mean.
0: Oh, yes, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I am dying, but not today. It's both comforting and
1: not comforting when you say it like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, ever since I realized that I did have the blight, it's been... Tempting, I admit. It's been tempting to try to find some spark of faith that still exists inside me and fan it back into a flame, maybe for my own comfort if nothing else, but... I don't know. If anything, this whole experience has made me less likely to believe in the Maker. I see. I'm hardly the first victim of the Blight, and I'm certainly not going to be the last. And if the Chant of Light is to be believed, it was the Maker's own hand that set this curse upon us. She kind of looks ruefully up at the rose and she says, What sort of presumptuous prick would do something like this as a punishment? I
1: don't know, but if that story is to be be believed, then he indeed has
0: much to answer for. She looks back and she says, You know what surprises me more than that? What? That Leander still has faith. Everything he's been through and he still believes so deeply in the Maker. I don't know how he does it. She looks at you. What about you, my dear? Do you believe in the maker? I sort of
1: look at her, and then like look up and around. And it's not something I've given heavy thought to, to be honest. As I understand it, the kyun is mostly atheistic, isn't it? That is true, yes. Most of my thoughts are preoccupied with is this the day Arvorod finds me and the day that I die and am returned? Faith is not high on that list, normally. I'm sensing a but coming. You are perceptive, as always. But it has been something I'm considering more these days, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like I want to believe in the Maker, but to believe, to have that comfort, is something unknown, strange to me.
0: I don't know what I would I would do with it. She says, huh? "You and me both." And she kind of looks up at the rose window again. She says, I think, um, honestly, I think it's better. Having a lack of faith means relying on nothing but yourself, your own capability, your own strength of mind. And it means that when you're disappointed, there's no one else to blame. I guess it's sort of a double edged sword when you put it that way. She looks over at you. like, I'm very clumsily trying to lead to a point, my dear. She says, I just. Our conversation last night before. Before we continue, will you faint again if we start this conversation no, up? No, I'm sorry. I feel much better today. Okay. I, I promise. Okay. She says, I just. The point that I was trying to lead to before I. You know. I want you. To be very aware that if you do get involved with me, it likely won't be for very long. That was all I was saying. I just want you to be ready for that possibility. And I would understand if,
3: for that very reason, you wanted to take a step back.
0: Hey friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes in pre-release and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Tumblr. Critfail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bitly channel, or wherever you get your podcasts.